coming direct from the 404, 678, and 770 area codes. It's entertainment, details, and more right here on the Exquisite Sounds Podcast with your host, DJ and entertainment virtuoso, DJ Torin L. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Exquisite Sounds Podcast. It's your host, me, Torin, with Exquisite Sounds Entertainment. And I just first and foremost want to tell you thanks again for tuning into the podcast. Uh, no matter where you're listening to us from, whether it's Google, whether it's iTunes, uh, whether it's Spotify, and, and whether it's you're in your car, you're at the gym, uh, listening with your fiance or your boss or whatever, I just, you know, just want you to know that we really appreciate it. So we have um, a couple of different segments here on the podcast. You know, this one here, we I like to call it Real Talk with Torrent. And it's 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 a time where we can, you know, we as like a community or just, you know, myself and you who's listening can kind of get into uh, just some real some real conversation, just kind of my points on, you know, different things, whether it's hiring a DJ, entertainment, uh, planning your event, you know, yada, yada. And as I was working to put the podcast together, you know, it's in season. So I'm looking at, you know, what are the things that we can talk about within a season and of course, you know, there's a lot that I wanted to discuss in the first season regarding like booking entertainment and what to look for. But I'll be honest, I'm coming off of our maybe seventh or eighth event uh, since 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 the beginning of June, where we're kind of getting back out, starting to kind of get some weddings that haven't been postponed or haven't moved. I'll be honest, a lot of our corporate stuff has just been pushed off, you know, indefinitely, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see some corporate stuff where they're reaching out for events, maybe in the fall where they're going to do them outside and it's going to be lots of space. So some of that stuff is kind of coming back because companies are, you know, still working. They may be, uh, socially distanced. They may be working from home, but they're still working and, uh, you know, having worked corporate side, I know what it is, uh, you know, to have to try to boost, you know, company and, and, you know, morale amongst employees and, uh, you know, things like that. So I totally get it. But more specifically, you know, and near and dear to us, obviously, is is the wedding side of things. You know, we've worked with a lot of clients who have had to push off, postpone. Uh, unfortunately, some have had to cancel. Uh, you know, there's a few that just don't know. They just can't make a call just yet. Uh, and I thought, you know, hey, we should jump on this and just kind of give a little bit of like what we've seen, what what, what I'm seeing that's working. Um, you know, just some, some real expectations, again, some real talk, you know, so just something for you to kind of listen to and think about as you're planning, uh, or potentially planning your event in this now world where we have, you know, COVID going on. Um, so let's just dive in. Right. So as I was mentioning, right at this time, we're about seven, eight events since the beginning of June back into doing weddings and i'll be honest you know of all the events we've done they've all gone you know they've all gone well right you know from from our perspective we've you know we've worked with clients on you know on playlists we work with clients on like you know new lighting features we've you know we've done a few cool things you know with the with the photo booths um you know and the social booths and you know those things are all you know still rocking and rolling i think the thing that a lot of people are you know concerned about and curious about is just you know how are you having weddings um you know being socially distant being you know obviously socially responsible uh and still like having a good time creating a an environment where people are you know still walking away and saying like hey 
we had a really good time tonight. You know, we appreciate, you know, being there. We appreciate being invited. You know, bride and groom are, hey, we appreciate you coming. And, you know, I'm on another podcast with my good friend, uh, Kevin Gaylor. It's called the, uh, it's called Opposite Sides of the Dance Floor. Um, so it's another great podcast. If you're listening, you know, you should definitely check it out. We're giving out lots of tips and, um, you know, it's just a real good vibe over there, you know, so, so definitely check that out, you know, but one of the things that we've talked about and, and Kevin, you know, he made mention of this is that, you know, if, if people are coming to your event, especially now during this time, you better believe that they're really coming to celebrate with you, you know, them being invited, them accepting the invitation, them getting dressed, them, you know, now getting a mask, them, you know, getting, you know, uh, temperature checked and all those things, you better believe that they are coming to help celebrate you and to just celebrate. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, but, but things that we've seen, you know, we've done, like say, you know, seven, eight weddings. And the one thing they have had in common is that they were in spaces that were a little bigger, right? Like we haven't done anything where it's been, well, we did do one. I apologize. The very first one was in a smaller venue. And and I'll get to that at the end because that was kind of my, that that's my biggest like takeaway from this whole thing as you're planning, right? So, uh, but for a majority of the weddings that we've done, they've been in bigger spaces. They've been in spaces that traditionally could hold, um, you know, 200, maybe even 300 people. And of course, some of these weddings that we've done, you know, the guest counts originally were going to be that. They were going to be 200. Some were, you know, some were 300. Uh, We even had one that, you know, they were planning for 350 people. And now that wedding did push. And, you know, we went through a few rounds of, you know, should we push, should we not? And ultimately it was like, hey, we understand that you want to have this day and this is how you want to have it. So if you can push off, push off. Let's see where we are next year and go from there. Now, the other weddings that we've had, what we've noticed is that obviously, you know, they're in bigger spaces and what they've done is they've reduced guest count. So maybe they went down to 125 or maybe they went down to, you know, I think maybe 125 is about the biggest we've seen thus far. Uh, 125, 115. So these venues have gone down on the guest count. They have also um, done away with for the time being um, like buffets or stations. Now I have seen Uh, I did participate in one, you know, really, really big wedding where they still did stations and, you know, but they were all manned by the staff and, you know, it wasn't your traditional where guests were just kind of helping themselves. You know, all the staffs had on, you know, gloves and masks and, you know, so it it went really well, you know, but for a lot of the other venues, you know, I can tell you that what I've seen is I've seen lots of masks. I'll be honest with you. I've seen lots of masks. I've seen couples who took and got custom masks made, you know, maybe it was a, a monogram that they had, you know, so they, they gave those masks out for anybody who didn't have a mask when they got there. I've also seen venues putting out, um, I mean, now the disposable masks are like everywhere, you know, you go to a CVS or Walgreens and they're everywhere. So I've seen boxes of masks, you know, in the closet and then, you know, kind of pulled out to just be placed around the reception. And, and I thought that was pretty responsible. Like, I mean, literally the wedding I just did, you know, they did that. And I, and I thought that was pretty responsible. You know, one of the other things I've seen too, uh, we've seen this a couple of times now, uh, obviously would be temperature checks, you know, getting, getting the thermometers, the digital thermometers, you know, the, the little heat gun kind, 
uh, that are out there. They're, you know, I'm not going to say they're inexpensive or expensive, but they're, they're not, you know, they're not horribly priced at this point. You know, earlier on they were, but now, now they're, they're not so bad. So, you know, we've definitely seen like at the start of the ceremony where like people are being checked before they even come into the ceremony. So, you know, they're checking guests as they arrive at the ceremony and it's, you know, temperature check and a, hey, do you have on a mask? Right. And I think that's a great step, right? It's a great step in, in ensuring for people who are there, who are, you know, aren't running a temperature, who, you know, obviously, you know, aren't displaying symptoms. Uh, I think that's a great thing to do. And the other thing I've seen is, man, I've seen, I've seen hand sanitizer everywhere, literally everywhere. And, you know, again, not bad. I mean, I, you know, if, if you go to the gym or you, you know, you remember, you know, before you, you might see, you might've seen hand sanitizer in the bathroom, you know, possibly, but, but now, uh, at all the weddings that we've done, you know, we've seen them at the bar. We've seen them, you know, when you come into the the ceremony space. We've seen them in the reception space. I've I've even seen couples uh, now who have given out hand sanitizer as uh, kind of like a you know like the party favor, right? You know, so so you know, there's even that idea or or that thought or notion that uh, that that can be done. So you know, those are a couple of the things that you know that that we've seen, and I think uh, I think it's worked out well. Now. Kind of going back to the actual um, individual spaces, right? So some of the spaces, you know, they couldn't move them, right? The space was already big. But then some some venues that we've done weddings at, these weddings were already maybe in another space, but then they moved them to a bigger space there at the venue, you know? So maybe that bigger space wasn't already booked or maybe that party might have canceled or whatever, but that's what has happened. And it's really worked out well because even during the ceremony, people could space out. When they moved into the cocktail area, you know, people could kind of space out. And there, what I've seen is that a lot of venues are doing away with like past hors d'oeuvres, you know, kind of that deal. Uh, you know, they've got barriers up and hand sanitizer, you know, when you're going to the bar. I've definitely seen some guests, uh, a majority of guests, I would say, still masked up, as they say, and, uh, you know, still kind of enjoying themselves. And uh, I've even got a wedding coming up where, they're going to be moving the cocktail area outside. It wasn't originally there, uh, but they'll be moving it outside into a space that's like huge. And, uh, you know, they'll do cocktail rounds kind of throughout. And they're just giving people the opportunity to go from the ceremony to the cocktail area and be socially distanced, you know, still kind of talk and, and, you know, be okay. And, um, and, and it's worked out well, you know, so I think that, I think that's a big plus if you're at a venue that's going to have the, uh, the space, the size and the ability to kind of move you and your guests around. I think, I think you're great. Now with that same venue, one thing that I do know that they're doing that I haven't seen other venues and other, uh, guests do just yet was that when it comes to dinner, they're actually setting up additional tables for anybody who doesn't feel comfortable eating inside. Right. And this would be the first time I would see that in person. But I thought, you know, at our walkthrough, I was like, yo, that's a really good idea because I, mean, I haven't seen anybody who's like, oh, I'm not comfortable enough to eat, you know, but hey, maybe, maybe you are right. Maybe, maybe that one aunt, that uncle, you know, whatever, maybe they're just not feeling it or whatever, you know, but I thought that was a really great option. So if you've got that option, you know, at your venue, it, it's always a great option to explore, you know, see what that price point would be, or just if they're, if they're even able to do it for you. And if they are, I, you know, I vote, Hey, do it. it at least it gives people an option. And then last, the, the last thing I've seen is just at all these venues where there seems to be a new sense of like ventilation, 
right? Whereas before, uh, obviously, you know, hey, close the door. We don't want the AC, the AC getting out, you know, that type of thing. Where now it's like, hey, the doors are open a little bit if if they're able to do it. And uh, you've got more ventilation going through through this, th- these uh, these venues. So the final thing here about weddings in, in this in this COVID world, if you will, that I've got a little bit of perspective on is when it comes to the party. Right. And everybody's asked me whether it be like in my DMs, uh, you know, IG or, you know, via email, you know, what what's the party like? You know, are people partying? And, and I'm going to be honest with you. People are, you know, partying. People are, you know, people are dancing. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't really tell you that I feel it's any different. I can't really tell you I feel it's any worse or better than, you know, what it was before. I think that people feel that if the people coming have been, you know, screened of some sort, you know, that everything is OK. I, I've seen dance floors where, you know, some guests have on masks, some don't. You got to remember that our dance floor is typically going to open after dinner. You, you have to take your mask off to eat, obviously. And, you know, people are drinking and kind of socializing at that point, a little more relaxed. You know, but the one thing I will say is that, you know, guests are, you know, guests are coming with other guests that they know. So they feel safe with those people, whether it's, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband, wife, you know, vice versa. And so therefore those folks feel, you know, feel okay. Uh, and, and they're dancing, you know, and I think the key, you know, with anybody that you bring on, whether, you know, it's us at Exquisite or if it's another DJ or whatever, is that that DJ has got to like cycle that dance floor. Right. Like so now more than ever, you know, is a time where like maybe you're doing like an old school set or, you know, maybe, you know, you know, some classic rock or what, whatever it is that you're playing for, whatever that crowd is. Right. And then later on, maybe you're shifting to something more upbeat, more current music, more dance hits, you know, things like that. And everybody's not going to dance to all that stuff. So having and being able to cycle that dance floor is going to be key. Right. So I think as long as you, you know, kind of take that in mind as you're working on your, you know, request list or talking with the DJ about the music for the night, I think everything will be all right. So that's a little bit about COVID. That's a little bit about, you know, what I've seen, where things are going. I think in a nutshell, you know, I think weddings are definitely going to continue. Right. I think the key is all about the planning. So whether it's, you know, you're doing, um, you know, all the planning or you've got you've got a planner. I think the key all lies within the planning. You know, part of it is, you know, planning with the venue. Part of it is the people that are going to you're bringing on, you know, photographer, videographer, you know, whatever, all those moving pieces. And obviously, you know, with the music, because the music is going to be the soundtrack of the night. Right. Uh, So how we move those people around and get them on the floor, get them off, introduce them, all those things, all those things matter, you know. But but again, I think, you know, having a good size venue is key if they've got the ability to move you to a larger room, you know, uh, you know, for whatever those costs are or aren't is always good. You know, the planner is going to help and uh, definitely talk with your DJ and entertainment team to see how they are doing things now in in this time. So that's it. That's it for the Exquisite Sounds podcast this week. Again, I am your host, Torin. Uh, just want to say, if you're not already following us, we'd love to get a follow on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, if you're not checking out our YouTube channel, we'd love to get you there. And of course, uh, we'd love for you to like and subscribe to the podcast. That's it for now, man. We'll talk to you on the next episode of the Exquisite Sounds podcast. Peace. <laughs>